0: That friend that
1: lights you up, the friend you leave dinner with, energized, empowered, and more often than not tipsy from
0: two drinks. We're those friends, and this podcast is so that dinner. It's Jill Vanek and Kate Connolly, and we're your go to girls.
1: It's your go to girls, Kate and Jill. Jill, and we are going and we are to and we are really excited. We are we're doing we're everything. we are in your ear today with another episode of the power suit series. And do you believe Jill, this is number five? No, we have of, so many amazing women yeah, in our so lives i love it women in so many different suits and today before she says hi um we have a dear friend of mine who has been instrumental in my small business and she's a small business of her own so today on the go to girls pod we have christy evanson a chicago-based web designer for fitness professionals naturally and intentionally niching herself into a market she occupied and loved christy works to create and streamline virtual slash in-person booking experiences online for fitness professionals around in the world. Christy was the catalyst to ktgenero.com, tbtjail, and togetheroldcity.com. And we are super excited to have her on the pod today. So, hi, Christy. Welcome to the Go To Girls. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Uh, so, a little bit of like background. I was trying to think, Christy, um, how the hell did we meet? Great. Yeah, great question. I know. Christy, you're in Chicago. Literally, I don't remember yeah. Christy.
2: I, I think it was through Instagram and mm-hmm. I don't oh, know if we started, but like I might've started following you because mm-hmm. you are cool. And oh I don't know. Say it louder for the people in the back.
1: Like- <laughs> now, now we're going to have to make that a button, louder. Now we're going to have to make that a button. Christy, yeah. that a button. Christy repeat that one more time. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was on yeah. Instagram. And, um, I think we had like a couple mutual connections. Maybe you did some work with Lululemon or, or yeah. same, something like that. And it's so weird how people and social media happen at certain times for certain reasons because, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I mean, I'd have to toggle back into our DMs, which is the same thing I did with my husband on our wedding night. So I should have done that prior to this. But (laughs) basically, you guys, um, I had seen... Christy, like maybe we were liking each other's shit. And I was like, who's this bitch in Chicago liking my stuff? And then I look at her, I'm like, Oh my God, she's so cool. What are these photos? What does she do? And she's here to tell us about it, but she literally single-handedly launched my first website and then helped me grow that business incredibly successfully to a six figure business. And then basically helped me open together old city and change that website. So we're super excited to hear all about it. Yeah.
2: It's been so fun working with you because, I mean, one, you've grown so quickly, but it's so cool to work on all of the different phases and all the different designs that have evolved out of it. So and I what's it.
1: crazy, Jill, is that she like just self-teaches a lot of this, right, Chrissy? Like, especially in the fitness wellness booking space, like you didn't know any of these answers before working through them with me.
2: Yeah. Well, that's been so interesting, too, because I think I started niching into fitness kind of right before COVID. It was like kind of the year leading up to it. So there were multiple people who was the place I was working on who, you know, taught in-person classes. And then suddenly we had to figure out, okay, how is everyone going to teach online now? And so, yeah, it's been interesting exploring different platforms and figuring out what works best. And, yeah, it's it's I think everyone in this space is kind of self-taught.
0: Christy, tell me though, I find it fascinating that your niche are fit pros. Was that a deliberate target or do you love fitness? Like how did that come about?
2: Yeah. So it was, it was kind of both intentional and it just kind of happened to be who I was surrounded by. So I have always been into fitness and sports ever since I was little. And then, you know, as I, after, graduating college i got into like the group fitness scene especially like bar was really popular at the time and Mm. you know running groups and things like that so that was just kind of how i was spending all of my free time and um so that's kind of who i surrounded myself with i also joined this a sweat life it's called the community of other fitness enthusiasts basically and fitness professionals and so it was just a way to like meet other people who loved fitness as well and wanted to meet new people and that was just where I spent all my free time so that happened to be who I you know knew and who I started working with a lot in business for Um, timeline's sake
1: before you and I met not to interrupt you um and you were doing that, you were working at like a design firm or what can we back up? Cause I'm curious myself.
2: Yeah. So I, right after college, I worked at a marketing agency in Chicago. Um, I worked on the new balance team, so it was kind of still in the fitness world. Uh, and then after that I took a job in Madison, Wisconsin, working for working like in-house on a marketing team for university there. And so I, while I was working there, I started doing some freelance jobs on the side, just as they came up kind of naturally through friends and through friends of friends, um, not really seeking anything out, just kind of letting things come up as they did. And then, you know, as I got tired of that, you know, agency job and starting more work on the side is when I shifted to to doing the business full time. So what
1: t- what year was it when you were completely on your own?
2: Um 2018. I want to say. Okay. Wow. I didn't realize that. And Christy talk
0: to us about, you know, it sounds like this was an organic process, but it is a really scary leap to go from 401k benefits to like, holy shit, we're doing this on our own. What was that like?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. The first year, the whole first year I was like, maybe I shouldn't have done this. Um, I also, so I quit the job in madison and moved to chicago kind of at the same at the same time like i knew i was making that change so i figured i'll just go dive right into the business yeah but then i was like oh shoot now i'm in this new place where i don't know many people i mean i i had been there before but not for very long so i just didn't have a lot of connections whereas a lot of the a lot of the projects I was getting in Madison were people that lived in Madison and I knew through other people. So then it was just a matter of like, again, slowly growing, you know, the community of people that I was surrounded with. And I think the the way I approached it was very slow and organic. Like I genuinely wanted to meet people in who were interested in fitness or taught fitness in that space. And so I just, kept going to everything, going to different fitness classes, different events, things like that, and slowly meeting people. But yeah, that first year was so tough because it was so slow and organic, meeting new people that getting the projects um, were a little tough, (laughs) but it all worked out.
1: The most important thing like I heard from that, and when I think about you in business and how we've worked together is that Literally, it is the definition of just making organic relationships. Like, look, yeah. I we are living in two completely different states. We've never met. Um, we just connected. That is crazy. It is crazy. And we met for the first time on Zoom. I remember I was living at my husband, my in law's beach house. Remember, I first taught yes. there and I had the call with her and I hung up and I was like, James, we're hiring Christy. And he was like, Who's Christy? <laughs> I was like, don't ask questions. And, uh, but it is true that you just have to make these conversations. Like I think about Jill and career catalyst and half of the clients you get, is just like, Oh, blah, 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 Like it literally in class yesterday, uh, a friend of a friend introduced Jill to somebody and that's how it works. Right.
2: Yeah, for sure. And that's, that's what I tell all my clients as well. Like the website is obviously I think so important so that when somebody refers you, they have some place to go. And, you know, in fitness, there's also places to sign up for class and all of that. Right. But so much of how you get people there is through that word of mouth connections and and the referrals are just such a stronger lead. And it's referrals. You're right. Yeah. It's It's a stronger lead than someone finding you on Google.
0: It's all referrals and Christy, you are cracking me up and I love this. Would you describe yourself as an extrovert or an introvert?
2: Oh no, I I'm an introvert. She's an sure. introvert. I was gonna really? say, okay. I, yeah, because Christy, which I is feel wild. Like we talk
0: to so many young women who are like, "How do I make friends? I I would be embarrassed to go to a class. I don't know anyone." Like, was that? I mean, it's yeah. part of your business, but did you kind of say, "Listen, I'm just going to force myself to do it. I love this organically anyway." Like, any tips, tricks? Because I feel like this comes up a lot for women.
2: Yeah, yeah. That that's basically every time especially that first year, every time before there was an event or new class or something that I was going to go to, I didn't want to go. And then once I'm there and I'm around people, it's fine. Like I I enjoy it, but it's that time leading up to it that I'm like, why did I sign up for this? What am I doing? Even now sometimes. But I think that part, that's part of what I like so much about working in the fitness space is that. I already have that connection with people that we both love fitness and wellness and it's easier to connect rather than, you know, I had tried, I have before gone to just general networking events for women in Chicago. And it just, yeah, like nothing came out of it. I, it felt so forced, and we weren't like, we weren't doing a workout. Like it didn't have, it didn't have an enjoyable piece to it it was like just networking and so yeah just meeting people like i like i said just organically and then they know other people mm-hmm. you know constantly going to the same studio all the time or you know being in this status of life community and often seeing the same people going to events it just kind of slowly happened and then it felt more so comfortable. in but, 2018,
1: yeah. did you already have the niche like wellness, uh, boutique fitness, like studios that thing happening or did that come later? And obviously now when we'll get into fit, um, I just forgot the fit launch lab and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. So was that right away or did you see the market shift and you were like, this is what I want to target?
2: Um, I didn't, I didn't initially start with that. I initially took like took any project that was coming to me. So basically. tell us like
1: an example because everybody loves a beginning yeah. story. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Give us your first <laughs> yeah. website, um, and let's hear what it was.
2: Um, or well, project, I first project. Actually, yeah, yeah. I was first actually really focused. I worked with a lot of James um, the door, restaurants. Uh huh. In, in Madison, so it's cool. a very like oh restaurant menus okay. and
1: things like cute things like that.
2: Yeah. I especially worked in like event branding. So they would have like a chef week um, or it like restaurant week. And I would design all of the posters and all of the different pieces that went into that, which I did really like. And um, I yeah. think restaurants are cool because there are so many different, like did you, like you said, meal? menus and signs and... No, fuck I really that. Joke. That's crazy. <laughs> that, but Christy,
0: talk to me about this because when you say you're a web designer, literally my brain goes blank. Right, like, I don't know how to be creative. Her. So, do you <laughs> like even for these restaurants and even with Kate? Like, Kate might be a bad example because she has a lot of ideas. But do some people come to you and say, okay? Have fun. Design my website. Great great question. How much is
1: the creative process from your end? And also just before you answer this, also keep in mind, like explain to Christy, like all the things you offer, like she makes logos. She does. So let's,
2: let's hear it.
0: Tell me everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So basically with all of the projects, my main focus is our branding and web design. And so with the brand, we start out with brand strategy and we go through like understanding what your core values are and who your audience is and Really like the foundation of what your brand is. And then from there, we can create the visual components of it. So designing your logo and picking your colors and fonts and, and figuring out the like outline of your website in a way that makes sense for who your audience is and what they're trying to do when they come to your website. So a lot of times it's kind of a mix of the clients that I get. Some have more of a a vision going into it but some you know just want me to take full reign on it but it's really like starting with that strategy it never really ends up being too much of a like a question of like okay who's bringing in the creative direction here because we've already established a strategy piece in it and it's all based around the audience so there's less like question around it it's not like subjective of like well I like this color you know know, there's there's just a lot of um because it's so rooted in that foundation that it it ends up being a joint effort and And I think you
1: say this on your website where it's like you are the consumer that I myself and other people that you work with are selling for and I think that's really important in a business and I say that all the time like I am together's number one consumer. If I don't like the class, my clientele isn't going to like the class. If I don't like the shirt, my clientele isn't going to like the shirt. So I find it interesting that you've chose a career where it's like, you are the one consuming. So I think that's a really helpful like a lens to see things through or like a check, you know?
2: Yeah, right. For sure. I can think about, you know, if I were to go to your website and I would know what I'm looking for versus like. We obviously want to keep in mind what the priority is for the business business owner as well. But right. if I'm going to a website, I I will be looking to, you know, it, it's different for everyone. But how to sign up for your class or learn more about it, or maybe I want to learn more about the actual, um, you know, method, method that you teach, mm-hmm. and you know, there's there's a lot that that goes into it. But yeah, it is it is really helpful and and really fun. To be the consumer in a lot of cases, because I always try the classes too, and so it's fun to and try out so many different um, methodologies as well.
0: Yeah, you're embedded in it. Yeah, like you, you're like you said, you go to the classes. You want to know who your consumer is. That's right. really smart. Right.
1: There was one thing you always sort of remind me of, and I'm blanking. You had like a fun word for it, but. It's things that like we Jill would never realize, but obviously this is Chrissy's job. She'd be like, "Kate, what's the point of this page? What are they trying to do here?" Chris, you remember what I'm talking about? And you're like, "We need a click there." What's a word you would always tell me? I'm blanking. Like a call to action. Call to action. Fuck, oh, I love that word. That's a she web designer like, word. Yeah, okay. She's like, "Well, what is like the it. call to action?" I'm like, "Buy, sell, book, yeah, everything, purchase." <laughs> but yeah, it's really cool to. um to see how much you've grown the business. So when you first started out, it was like restaurants, getting involved in kind of like wellness blogs, I remember, working with fit pros. Mm -hmm. And then now tell us a little bit about the Fit Launch Lab because I think it's important because you know what we do in these power suits is talk to women in small business and things like that, but it's how you saw your growth plan. Cause you didn't want to just work one-on-one constantly. And I think even in my industry specifically, it's like, it's a transaction. If I only train one person, it's transaction back and forth. And I guess you feel the same way. So you launched, um, the fit launch lab. So can you explain what that is and why you wanted to do it?
2: Yeah, for sure. So it actually started out with I was designing website templates that were specifically for fitness professionals because I saw that there wasn't, it didn't seem like there were any templates on the market specifically for them. And there's unique needs in this space um, as compared to, you know, there's tons of templates for like photographers and even designers and and things like that. And so it first started out with templates. But I wanted to provide more support beyond that because I can, I can see how when somebody gets a template that you're kind of you kind of start with like you know this blank slate that it, it kind of feels overwhelming. You don't know necessarily where to start because there's a lot of pieces that go into it. So, so I decided to develop it more into what's now the Fit Pro Launch Lab. So it has, you know recorded on demand tutorials on how to edit the website and go into that brand strategy that I was talking about so that you can also make those easier decisions that are really purposeful for creating the website and then I also have more support with me so we have monthly calls so people will bring you know their where they're at with their website or picking their colors and things like that and I'll give advice both like from a technical perspective on the editing piece and from a design perspective. So we have that. And then we have the, a refinement session, which is like a final touch where I go in one-on-one and help you like just polish up the site to give it that that extra touch that I think can help from a professional designer that you don't necessarily have on your own. We love
1: professionals here. Jill loves a (laughs) professional.
2: So,
0: so Christy, this is fascinating to me. It's, and I don't want to say plug and play, but that launch lab is meant to have a fitness professional really do the bulk of the work. Kind of you give them tutorials, they kind of build the site based off your template. And then you go in and make sure kind of like an audit, like we're good to go. It's It's her version of a group class. Yeah. That's great.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I felt like not everyone needs a one-on-one custom product or, you know, has the budget for it if they're earlier in their business. So I wanted to create an option specifically in the fitness space or something
0: like that. It's such a smart package from your end too, just basically. And it's not passive at all. I don't mean that because I do want to hear. I'm sure it took hours and hours and hours to design (laughs) this, which I want to hear about. But passive in that you don't need a one-on-one every moment of the day
2: right yeah that's definitely that has been interesting because I I feel like I keep adding in more work on my end mm, yeah <laughs> but uh whereas like a template itself is totally passive aside from initially creating it um but it, it's important to me to have that that some oh. like little bit of support and one-on-one time and it's like you said definitely less work on my end than than a fully custom one-on-one website and brand.
0: So if there are fit pros out there listening, can they go to your site and just do, is there a wait list? Can they just get those templates as we speak and set up a call with you?
2: Yeah, they can join anytime. I set it up so um, they first get on a call with me and we talk through their specific situation because I want to make sure it's right for them and what they're looking to do in their current situation. Um, and then they can sign up from there. There's no like opening and closing launch date or anything like that.
1: Christy, I'm worried Jill is going to try to come up with Jillvanick.com after talking to
2: you. <laughs> I
0: have a jillvanic.com, well, but I
1: could a use a redesign. Well, i version, you yeah, I'm, a little, I'm a little
0: worried. <laughs> I could use a redesign. See,
1: and then there's me who's like, listen, I hire a doctor when I'm sick. I hire a lawyer when I'm being sued. And yo, Christy, help me with my website. Put me on retainer. I just can't. And are any other clients like me? Oh
2: yeah. yeah for sure. I mean, I, just I love those too. Like yeah. I, I love working on. Christy has on my page. passwords
1: to everything. I'm like, Chrissy, it's, it's here. Charge me. I can't <laughs> do this. So
0: smart, Christy, that you're running the gamut. Like you said, some people don't have that price point or want to, you right. know, maybe they're just up and coming. You have the price point from those people all the way to Kate. Who's like, I trust you do your thing. That is, that's an evolution. I, I like, yeah. More.
2: And, Yeah, it's really nice to have both. And, like, yeah, everyone's in a completely different situation. So some people... You know, have a really creative side, which Kate does. She doesn't have the time, but yeah, <laughs> some she, people want she to does. work on it on their own.
1: It's funny too the way people's brains work. Like, I love watching. You'll have to look at Chrissy's Instagram. She like does these overheads of her drawing like logos and things for people, which is really Ooh. cool. But the way my brain works with her is, I literally get a blank eight by eleven sheet of paper, Chrissy. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about? And I handwrite yes. it, and I take a picture, and I'm like, here this is what I'm thinking. Like but in I your ha- brain. Yes. Or I'll use like Canva and create her like a, uh, like, like a Pinterest a- board sort of? Kind of, like, right, okay. Chrissy?
2: Yeah, well, what I love, like, I feel like we work together well because it, I love that you have an idea going into it of like what you want to do. And then you're also open, like if there's a section where I'm like, this doesn't actually make sense or we should do it slightly yeah. different for the audience, like you're open to that as well. So the only time where it can be a struggle is if somebody is just adamant of wanting to make exactly what they had in mind and sure. not like have it be a collaboration.
0: Totally. Oh, I'm sure you see the likes of some of those clients. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> looking
1: at the wellness space, cause I feel like you are, have the inside scoop more than maybe Jill and I. Yeah. So like wellness trends you see or like shifts in the industry. Like, is it just us or is Pilates having like a moment?
2: Oh yeah, Pilates is for sure having a moment, yeah. which is interesting because I thought it, I thought like the moment happened earlier than it. Now it's like really exploding. Yeah. Um. But yeah, especially like reformer Pilates. Yep. Is really big right now. Um, what else? Also, I I think just in general, like very holistic approaches, like combining multiple things. So you know, there's lots of people who. Who I mean everyone recognizes I think at this point that nutrition is such a factor in in your fitness, and that they're combining both personal training and nutrition coaching. Mm. I also just worked with somebody who their practice combines like therapy sessions and yoga they have both in their studio, which oh, I think is really cool that's a cool comment. um yeah yeah and and yeah, like there's lots of people who have like strength training for runners because you can't just run and not get injured and things like that of just understanding that you can't focus on one thing and it go perfectly. You have to kind of be really re- well-rounded. Um, so I think that's like – that's a really big and focus. And I think like
1: gyms versus boutique fitness. Mm. I feel like uh, gyms are kind of like textbooks. Like they're there – we re- we look mm-hmm. back on them every now and then and people use them for different things. Like I have friends who belong to gyms in New York City just to shower, right? You know what I mean? Like Or <laughs> yeah, like absolutely. it's a good working space or I work from here and I need a treadmill, but I really see like a shift away from gyms even stronger now because people don't want as much bullshit.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that probably come a lot out of like the pandemic and you know, you have all of these options to work out from home, especially anyone that bought the equipment, but boutique fitness studios have such a more community driven atmosphere than a big gym does. Mm -hmm. So I could see that being a reason why so many people have gravitated towards. Community, you're um, totally right. Yeah.
0: Are most of your clients, I would assume women, do you have any male clients?
2: I have worked with some men, but they do generally. You don't give work a, with a fuck
0: more about women. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, it's, but I think women are so drawn to a boutique studio, and men do less group workouts. Yeah. I mean, I know it was no. Skew. Listen, listen, listen. What I really think it is, like
1: men. Okay, for example, my husband just got into jujitsu. Okay. Now let me tell you. Yeah, exactly. I think that's different. I I literally keep saying to him like, listen, homie, like we need you in an octagon. We need to get sponsorships. We need to make money off it. (laughs) And he's like, what is wrong with you? I'm not going to like fight for death. I'm like, why? You're not driven enough. Like we need to capitalize on this. And so, um, anyway, he goes to this place aesthetically and from a brand perspective, not for a female. Okay. Do you know what I'm it's saying? saying females give or, a fuck. No, yeah. just like, for example, mm-hmm. the gear we have in here, like it's, we like a, Aesthetically bo- a bougie, say, yep. right. And I just feel like most men, they don't give a fuck.
2: You know, Chris? Yeah, that's, I was totally going to say that. Yeah. I and think that's what you deliver. They, they just don't, yeah, appreciate the aesthetic as much. Whereas I, right. especially like, it's so fun anytime I get to work with like a physical brick and mortar studio because, There's so many things that can be involved in the design of it, and you can make it all on brand and very aesthetically pleasing. We love the the experience.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It just, because obviously I'm a fan of your website, Christy, through. Kate. And it's just really interesting to see the evolution of the website totally reflects like, I think people could walk into the studio or walk onto your website for lack of a better word and think, Oh, this just magically came together. Like there's so much thought in what's the color scheme. What's this, what products, what placement, what's our call to action. It really, the strategy behind it is fascinating.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's so it's, it's helpful for the audience to have that consistency across every mm-hmm. platform, both in person and online. It just, it, exactly. it helps people know what the brand is.
0: Exactly. So let's go into this, Christy, because uh, you are the yeah. queen of websites. I'm mm-hmm. just, we're, we've, named you. we've named you the queen of websites.
2: Mm-hmm. What will <laughs> <take> my website.
0: <laughs> what are some of your website icks? Like Ick. you go on a site and you're like, oh, okay, not for me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, first, the first thing that you notice, I think, is poor quality photos. Since that's, you know, a Pixilation.
1: big yeah, yeah. photo. <laughs>
2: okay. Love that. Bad lighting, pixelated, anything like that. Um, and then the other thing would be just there's too much going on. So too much coffee. Like nobody has time to read yeah. that much. Yeah. Um, or Makes just, sense. you can have a lot of content on a website. It just needs to be like spaced out in a way that it's super like digestible and, and draws the reader in. So it's speaking to, you know, what they're looking for, their pain points and how you can help them. Um, and, and yeah, I think, I think logos are an important piece that, you know, I noticed more as well. Um, so, I can often tell when something is like a, you know, Canva a $50 clip or Fiverr logo. Yeah, or from Canva. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell. Um, I always tell people, if they're just starting out. Like, pick a font you really love, type out your name in that font, keep it clean and simple. Don't go like pulling. Christy, overpass engineer, right? till
1: I die. Overpass till I die. That's, your font. Yeah. that's our font. <laughs> yeah. When she first showed it to me in all lowercase, I was like, overpasses me. Yeah, that's you.
0: And yeah. you're right. You kind of, it kind of becomes your identity. It you, is. Something yeah. about that you resonate Yeah, I'm resonate worried to with.
1: as we expand because I'm like, oh my God, what are we going to do? What's our next font? Um, okay, so ics, like, And what about colors? Like aggressive colors is an ick for me.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I think... Like, I've worked on a lot of different types of brands. And so oh. it, it ranges a lot in the type of colors you use, but you want to have a spectrum. You don't want to have, like, a million bright colors going on. Um, You you kind of pick a couple colors that are your primary colors and then other ones that are accents and complementary. Um, So, yeah, definitely colors. There's some – colors can be one that I think, can make a website feel really dated because those kind of can go through phases and you can tell when something. Oh, I got when a it. Brand when created, you go to a like, website. In the
1: 2000s. Yes. <laughs> and it's black. Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah. The background
1: yeah. is black
0: and the words are white. And you're like, I hate this. That's a great point, though. Yeah. It can make it look dated. Dated is yeah, just fun. what you notice.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Social media,
0: yeah. Instagram,
1: how important reels, branding. Let's take a let's take a little left turn into social media.
2: Yeah, I think social media is definitely important. I think it depends on your audience, but I think the important thing that I've realized with social media is that you don't necessarily have to follow every trend or what you think the algorithm is telling you to do that you want to that's another place where you want to stay on brand. So, speaking with your brand's tone and speaking to your audience, you don't have to have a million followers to have a successful business. Um, just doing what like, feels right for your brand can be a successful
0: on Christy, I love that you said that for everyone listening because you're so right. Like, just stay true to your authentic self because I think people think they need a million followers. You can have a six figure, seven figure business. Yep, all mm-hmm. you need are a handful of people who uh, believe in your stuff. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, I believe in your. It in matters more. Inside.
2: Yeah, yeah, it matters more that they are engaged and connected with you rather Engagement. than having. You're right. Yeah, having five hundred thousand people who don't ever like your photo or respond to you, <laughs> like that's not helping anyone. Right.
1: Nothing irks me more than when I uh, somehow on my popular page I click someone I'm like, oh, this bitch is cool, and then I look and she's got like twenty two point one thousand followers and then like thirty six likes. I'm like, bitch,
2: who do you <laughs> yeah. think ba, ba, you're? I don't, even, I don't even know how that happens. Right. <laughs> right. Like stop it. Exactly. We
1: can TikTok.
2: Are you yeah, on it? I know that. No.
1: I didn't <laughs> think you were. I. It, it's hard.
2: I, yeah, I, you know, that it doesn't feel right to me right now. I don't have yeah. the time for that. I'm getting enough through Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't need to venture into
1: that world. Yeah. Especially because listeners, if you've stalked Christy by now, Christy is pregnant Congratulations. she's having a little boy. (laughs) Wait, when are you
2: due? Uh, In May. In oh, oh, tourist I was gonna say, that's watch out,
1: watch out. Yeah. Um. Okay, so pregnancy and owning your own business and maternity leave. Where's your head at?
2: Yeah, that's um, that's an interesting one. So it's funny because the number of people that I've talked to that are that are like, oh, it's so cool, you have your own business. That'll be so fun for having a baby. And I just, I just kind of laugh on these. Those people just, are
1: dumb. <laughs> Them is dumb.
2: Right. Um. I mean, in some ways, for sure. Like I have more control over when I stop working, when I start working. But at the same time, nobody is paying me for to be on leave, and no, and nobody's ensuring that you know the work is done while I'm gone, or clients are there when I come back, and. Of course there's lots of ways to test your business for that, but it's definitely like it's definitely something to an extra thing to do. So think what's your through. goal?
1: What would be your goal? So
2: so my goal is to I'm still trying to decide how much time I want to take off. Um, but having the FitPro Launch Lab helps in that sense that people can be working on on their websites without me you know, I can respond to stock messages and and things like that and have our monthly call, but it's a lot less.
1: Right. Have like office hours or something.
2: Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking at, you know, continuing to build in the first half of this year. And, um, I'll just, I'm planning to leave a, a certain gap in, in time, um, for any custom project, just to make sure that I'm not spreading myself too thin, but. It's hard to know what you're going to want, especially since this is my
0: first. I, I was just gonna ask that. I I figured this was your first just because we were talking about yeah. it a little bit before and you're right, Christy. I mean, we don't know, we don't know. Like it's it's just it's gotta be very difficult. Like you said, you don't know how much time or what's gonna happen or I mean it's exciting, right? But you like you said, challenging yeah. from a business perspective.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, I am not very good at sitting still. <laughs> I always like doing things, so it's hard to know like am I going to like what how many weeks am I going to feel like anxious to get back into creating things because I genuinely enjoy it um so yeah it's definitely been interesting figuring out and it's been really helpful to talk to anyone else who's in the same situation Mm -hmm. and kind of getting their read on it but that has been the general consensus of like it's hard it's definitely like an extra thing to figure out
0: yeah, definitely. Well, you know, let me know when you figure that out and I'll yeah, just store
2: that in the back of my mind for when I'm
1: ready. <laughs> <Yes. Monday. laughs>
0: but that's, I mean, fostering that little community because I'm sure, you know, there's not a huge, well, there's got to be a good number, but not a huge number in your situation, Chris. Be like, Kate will eventually be there. You'll live there. Like, it, 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 just to talk to other women has got to be the
2: best thing. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it has been interesting too to see what people have done because there's a lot of cases where I uh, you know it's made me realize what I don't want Mm -hmm. um like Mm -hmm. for instance you know a lot of people I think maybe this has changed a little bit since COVID and everyone started working from home but I think before COVID everyone thought well I'll you know run my own business so that I can stay at home and watch the kids and I've seen how difficult that looks and so I'm totally on board with doing some daycare and, you know, having that separation, even though I work from home and Technically, could listen. Watch your child. Is, Like you can't do both.
1: <laughs> yes, and that's the crazy part about like when uh, when we touched on it earlier, and you were like, "Oh, you work from home. That's gonna be so easy." Well, are you fucking nuts? It is so yeah. much harder. My biggest struggle now is separating myself from my business and being like, "Okay, I'm, I'm not gonna go down. I'm just gonna mind my business. I'm gonna walk across the street. I'm gonna do something else." Like, yeah, it, it's very right. hard to not. I think you what you said. It, you struggle already, like staying, not wanting to not do a million things. I think it'll be hard to like separate yourself from work.
2: Definitely. Right. And I think, I think having, you know, I think like that could be a, a positive of, you know, yeah. having a kid that gives you another perspective too. like, I'm very much of the mindset of a baby is not my, won't be my whole new identity, but like it also, I, I love think that. Can
1: you say that one more can, time?
2: <laughs> like, I, uh, yeah, I just think, I think it can give you a good perspective, while also, you know, having this other big thing that you care about. I mean, anyone that runs a business kind of views that as like their first baby, you know, like put so much into it. Um, But having both, and I think can help that separation jill and Hopefully. i are like that, that's my plan seriously
1: <laughs> nodding at each other yeah. we're full-blown like she's we a ta- boss we, yeah we, we, we talk shit about this a lot yep. like i absolutely want children in a few years but like i do not want to have children and it completely uh, people who have kids are gonna are literally gonna blow up but like i don't want it to completely <laughs> derail my life's course
0: right and only when right. you think about I that i
1: want it to so add to the course that, right i want Men it to don't add to the course but it may yes. not derail my entire life's goal
2: Right. Exactly. I view it way more as additive rather than, I talk to so many people who are like, okay, well, once I've done this and this and this, then I can have kids. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to like live my whole life and then have kids. Like they're part of my life. Like we can still do so many things. I'm not, obviously, I don't think it's going to be exactly the same, but I think if you, if you are intentional about it you know, I, I'm, it hasn't happened yet. So. No, Chrissy, we love it. <laughs> we'll it. I'll we'll I'll bring, you back, we'll <laughs> bring you back on. We'll bring you back
1: on. Manifest it. And then be, you yeah. can be like, no guys, I was right. completely wrong. Like, <laughs> we don't care.
2: Um, okay. So I'll be like, wait 10 years.
1: You're good. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, for people just now meeting you for the first time in their ears. So you love triathlons.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. She loves like doing them yes. or watching them. <laughs> Cause I can oh, watch. Whoa. Christy, <laughs> them. whoa, that's big. So how has
1: that been now? Um, Prenatal? Like, are you still involved in it? Have you found something else that you like to do? I mean, now you're past your first trimester. How are you feeling with fitness?
2: Yeah, I. Uh, that has been the hardest thing with fitness. I still work out or like move in some way every day, mm-hmm. just because it makes me feel like myself. Makes you feel better. Um, yeah for sure But it definitely has changed uh, I was running a lot more Before I became pregnant And obviously Hope to run more again afterwards But it is just Harder right now And and I for a while was trying to Push myself to keep doing it But It just wasn't as enjoyable as it no. used to be But Plus it's winter in so Chicago why force It's myself? fucking freezing Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'm still swimming and cycle sometimes, you know, inside. But I figured this is such a good time to focus on strength training. And mm. the, the thing with triathlons is that there's three sports just in that. Plus you have to add strength training. So I always came to a problem of there's too much I want to do and not enough time. And so yeah. I figured now is the perfect time to really focus on the strength training component um, as like my main priority. So that's what I'm working on right
0: now. Your perspectives. I'm loving you're finding like the silver lining in everything. This is so (laughs) good.
1: And I, what I tell so many moms here is it's just like, remember ladies, you're not training for a six pack. You're training to push out a kid. Yeah. You're not looking to change your body. You are looking Mm -hmm. to maintain your overall health. If you walked four miles in your first trimester, let's try to keep that up. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, that's how I see Change it. Change the perspective. Um,
2: yeah. Um, I mean, the second trimester, I think, gives you a better perspective than the first one. Yes, day. you got to get <laughs> over there are a home. lot happier.
1: Yeah, let me tell you. First trimester, people that get pregnant in studio, we don't <laughs> see them. They disappear. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> They're then gone they for come three months. <laughs> yeah, then they come back. Um, okay, so yeah. some things. So you love to go to all different studios around Chicago. So what's um, some things you always have in your gym bag? Because we love to shop other people's we do. shit. We do so do what do you have? The oh dance. It's
2: so tough. I... Our apartment shower sucks, so I literally just, like, always shower at the gym, so I have everything in my gym bag. See? Um, Yeah, Okay. clothes, all of my, like, skincare. And do you have minis or full size? Great question. Minis. So I actually really like that because I have travel size of everything, so then when I go to travel, like, on an actual trip, then I just grab my gym bag and throw it in my
0: suitcase we are long lost soul sisters yeah. i see the same thing i yeah. have a mini i have a full travel yes. skincare and makeup i have everything she does in a I've mini seen size it. it's so i smart, love it it's right?
2: so fun what bag do you have yeah.
1: that's in all of this what cosmetic bag do you use um wow oh,
2: what do, i've had it forever it's not like a fancy one okay. <laughs> I, don't
0: I just use a Sephora one, but we need, we need to dive into that. I
2: next.
1: use bagu. B-A-G-G-U. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's not big. expensive, Ooh, not right. fancy, but you can machine wash. Okay. So you bring yeah. your whole bathroom with you. Amazing. Current favorite yeah, way to sweat. I think I know the answer, but. Yeah. I mean, probably
2: strength training.
1: Strength training. Yeah. Um,
2: Like lifting weights.
1: Like... Yep. And uh, you love the reformer, mega reformer. You still?
2: I do. I haven't. So yeah, I've, I actually, speaking of big gyms, I joined joined a gym um, when we moved to our newer apartment. I needed a pool to swim for the triathlon Uh, training. Um, So, so yeah, I haven't been going to Pilates as much. But I try to go to, you know, visit different studios every once in a while that I don't have memberships to just because I enjoy trying different things. So I do really like Pilates on the Reformer.
0: That's amazing. But I haven't done in a while. Um, okay. Moving in. We love the sweat sitch. But give us one thing back to business for a minute that you despise doing as a small business owner. Like if you could farm it out. Like you hate doing it.
2: Mm, probably probably social media. Like writing. Mm. How about that? Writing. The brander example? or her
1: fucking self hates social media.
2: <laughs> it's, it's a I lot. like it. I like designing the posts, but I don't like, it's more just, I think it's more that it's not the first thing on my to do list. So it's like yep. working it's on the client projects first. Yep. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. always the bottom that I carry over to the next day. Yeah, it's a have yep. to do. And
2: then it gets pushed off to the next day and yep. then I just feel like I'm behind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah.
1: one piece of advice you would give to someone looking to start their own business?
2: Ooh, Um, I would recommend starting with understanding your brand, your core values, your audience, Hmm. everything surrounding that. And how do you? How do you
1: suggest someone to do that? Mm -hmm. Just like writing, they need to do a session with Christy. Basically, is what it sounds. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. join the Fit Pro Launch Lab. (laughs) But any business outside of fitness, like you're going to open a coffee shop, you're going to open this. Yeah, you're saying Um, figure out who your consumer is, figure out what your core values are build a pillar yeah. from that and then start your business plan.
2: Yeah. Then you can make any decisions based on that. What's your unique That's selling your proposition. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then you can, you can decide it from anything to, from your colors to your fonts, to your logo, to your website, you, but even to, you know, what product are you selling? If you want to add a new offering and you don't understand who your target audience is, then It might not be as successful because
1: maybe they don't want that, you know. Totally, totally.
2: Okay, we like to
1: end with fun things. Yeah. Okay. Do a lightning round, a popcorn. We're gonna call it this or that today.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go first. Coffee or tea? Uh, Tea. Socks in bed or bare feet? Bare feet. (laughs) Oh my god.
2: (laughs) Um, barefoot, but. A lot of times I start with socks, Me too. I start like with socks. Jill, off. what they do you do? off during the night. Same. Literally, they sometimes I get, but
1: I'm freezing. <laughs> I need a sock and then I'm going to, somehow they end up off. Okay. Um, TikTok yeah. or Instagram? We already know.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Instagram. Yep.
0: Okay. This is a real one. Uggs, are they in or out?
2: I mean, they're in. I Good, don't answer, know they need, but... Good answer, Christy. Good answer.
1: We don't have time for people saying Uggs are out. Running or cycling? <laughs> Running. Uh, shower or bath?
2: Shower.
1: Favorite brand of reusable water bottle? Ooh,
2: um, oh my gosh, what
1: is the name of mine? <laughs> Chrissy, you don't know this right away. There's only You're one sick.
0: answer. There's only one right answer. Well, there could be two. Yeah. I don't
2: have a family. Do you have a Hydro Flask? No. Do you have a Yeti? I have the. No, I have the like glass one. That's like, BKR. The- yeah,
1: no. the fact BKR, that Jill I know. and I are literally—let me tell you—water <laughs> bottle in fitness is currency. I'm like, oh, what do we got in the gym today? Oh, we got some BKR's. Okay, we got some, and that means they're into the planet. We got some exactly. Stanleys. Kind of that means
2: Stanley's identity. me
0: that we're the basic bitches. Yep. Exactly. Okay, funny. Okay, this one is a good one. What does your iPhone case look like? Like, what are we working with?
2: oh it's um <laughs> it's just a, a solid light blue oh, okay apple okay case. oh she's got okay. an apple case okay me too jill it.
1: does not jill has that weird square
2: thing let pick. me see it oh mm-hmm. i'm obsessed okay well before before i ever got I just like it. the cases that apple sells yes. i broke my phone so oh. many times oh yeah like right Right when I got the one that they felt, I didn't break it anymore. So I, See, it might listen, have been that the phone improved. Jill it's just quality, got a case but. that looks
1: like Kylie Jenner herself designed it. It has the squared <laughs> edges, so you guys, bad. that takes the phone from a normal size to the size of a compact I need a laptop. small computer, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we talking about. Okay, um, what's your go-to bag? You're running errands. You're headed to Trader Joe's. What are you carrying?
2: Um... I have the, the Lululemon belt bag that I wear. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Repen- Shout out PJ. He's got his
1: on. Great one. Yep. Okay. Your go-to beanie. What are you choosing?
2: Ooh. Um, oh, my gosh. I don't remember the brand of it. Christy, um, humble beginnings over there. Humble I be- know. Card heart?
0: <laughs> oh, my rip from Yellowstone. Oh, that's my do obsession. I don't have a card.
2: Okay. Let's end with
1: this. What's one materialistic thing on your wish list right now? Oh, that's a good one. Don't be shy.
0: Oh, that's everything.
1: Mine's like a G Wagon, Christy, so you can go with anything to be honest. (laughs) Mine are the Apple over the ear headphones. Will I listen to music in them? No, but I just want to wear them. Yep. Oh my I just I just
2: want new clothes right now. <laughs> we love that. Yeah, she does. With none of mine fitting as well as they used to. Yep. <laughs> but it's like, it's so hard okay. to want to buy a new thing yes. Exactly. And you're not
1: going to overinvest. So listen, go on Amazon, look up all the Lululemon dupes. That is what all my mm-hmm. prenatal moms in the studio are obsessed tip. with. Lululemon dupe That's it up. Fine. Go to Gap. Gap yeah. is fire, yeah. And there's always Gap cash
0: because you don't want to put a lot of money in that. You're no. right. That's a actually yeah. that's a great point, yeah. Christy. You're right because we got nine months, and we're out. Yeah, then we're out. Then you put that in storage and you move back into your yep. old body. Yep, that's
1: exactly. what you got to do. Yeah.
2: So, and also, yeah.
1: Gap pajamas yeah. are like amazing. Yeah. They are good. I need to check that out. Yeah, they're they're fire. Um, Because you're going to start down that slippery mom TikTok hole of like, what's in
0: my hospital bag? What is this? What is that? You're going to get so into it. I feel like I'm not pregnant, Christy, but I feel like the maternity (laughs) would be much the same. I am homeless chic most of the time. so I feel like sweatpants would be always in style.
2: Well, Well, that's why, yeah, that's why it's hard because I want to, you know, obviously I feel better when I get dressed in a cute outfit, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm just at home (laughs) and I don't have to spend more money in my (laughs) sweatsuit. I love it. I'm
1: wearing a full matching sweatsuit as we speak. Yeah.
2: And she (laughs) looks great. Um, Chrissy was
1: so nice chatting and hearing all things about where your business came from and literally it's crazy to think about how much Christy has changed my business. So if you are out there building a brand, anything, while she loves wellness, clearly there are other avenues within there, you know, nutrition, wellness, all that kind of shit. You know who to
0: call. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And where yeah. can we find you, yes. Christy? Your Instagram, your website. Her Instagram is stunning. And we'll put this in the show notes, obviously, but just give it to us. Um, for yeah.
2: Listeners. So my Instagram is Christy Evanson and... My website's the same.
0: ChristyEvinson.com. Amazing. Not and too we'll,
2: complicated. Look how aesthetic we'll that. that Instagram is, uh, Jill. It's, it's, it's Instagram Gorgina. of dreams. Yeah.
0: Truly. <laughs> Truly. The Instagram Christy, of I'll be
1: hitting you up soon. We got you got to keep me on retainer, homie. I got a lot coming. Queen of the webs. I Queen of the webs. I'm happy to. We'll call you. Bye, dear friend.
0: <laughs> bye. All right.
1: Bye. Thanks for having me.